This is Comic Shanigans, episode 993, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, July 6th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 993. It's our comic reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, uh, July 6th. I'm just talking about a couple comics today, but uh, before I jump into talking about those particular comics, I want to mention some books that did come out that I won't be talking about on today's episode, which include Batman 89, number 6 of 6, and new issues of Batman Beyond Neo Year, Black Adam, The Justice Society Files, Hawkman, Black Panther, Captain America, Sentinel of Liberty, Carnage, Dark Crisis, DC vs. Vampire, Flashpoint, Beyond, Ghost Rider, Jane Foster, and the Mighty Thor, which I'm excited to read about uh, at some point, uh, King Conan, Legion of X, Monkey Prince, Poison Ivy, Sabretooth, Star Wars, The Halcyon Legacy, Strange Academy, What If Miles Morales, and Excellent Number 5. Um, so I'm just talking about a few quick books today. First up, we have um, Amazing Spider-Man, this will be issue number 5, which is uh, essentially the end of the current arc. Uh, this is written by Zeb Wells, artwork by... John Romita Jr., Scott Hanna, and Marcho Menez. Sorry, that's the cover artist. I apologize. Although they are the exact same artists who are actually credited for the actual issue. Uh, so I don't feel so bad flubbing that there. Um, this is the end of the kind of current arc against Tombstone. I really enjoyed this. Uh, it was interesting to kind of see Peter feeling like, you know, he's obviously been manipulated, trying to figure out a way around it. Um, I liked his interactions with Black Cat here. I thought it was really interesting. It was the first time in a while we've really had a sense of something else going on, not just this mysterious thing that happened, but also what happened with the accident with Ben. So I like that, you know, uh, Felicia's making reference to that, and, you know, she's like, if you find that smile of yours, give me a call. I like that. Um, you know, trying to kind of perk him up and wake him up a little uh, from his stupor that he stuck in, uh, which I liked. And then it's interesting to kind of see him just, you know, not really really knowing what to do with his life, but here he's like, I'm fighting some crime, it's my job, I'm watching what's going on, and then having an idea. Um, I like these interactions with Digger here, I thought that was really interesting. Um, ultimately, his plan against Tombstone um, feels really, you know, competent and assured, and it's an interesting way of kind of taking it to Tombstone and figuring out a way uh, to manipulate, you know, the pieces of, of the board against Tombstone the way the Tombstone manipulated him. Uh, but what I like more than anything was that right at the end when he's about to leave um, when he's like you know I have been thinking about what you said and about that stuff about you being a kid not having enough I hate that you didn't get what you needed Lonnie I really do and that's what Spider-Man is to me um, that he's you know he fights the good fight but he has an empathy um, you know, there is a beating heart under there and I really enjoyed that that beat and then <laughs> Tombstone's like you're a weird dude get out of my house uh, I'm still not totally sold on the way that Tombstone is being drawn by JRJR um, just because I'm used to you know the Buscema uh, Buscema version of the character which is a very different visual um, so it's taken me some getting used to to be okay with this version of Tombstone um, but in terms of the personification or sorry the, the writing on char- and characterization of Tombstone I think is really good and I like the, the interactions between these two characters um, and then seeing Peter going to uh, Aunt May, and um, I thought it was really interesting. You know, he just needs his aunt. He needs to talk to someone. Um, and then she's, you know, wants to know what happened to him, and, he, and she knows that he can't tell her. And that's such a weird, like, not weird, but it's a really powerful, quiet moment between the two that they're not going to do this. They're not going to, you know, do this series of lies, you know? Um, she, you know, she you know, she just knows it's one of those things and he's going to have his lies and she's just going to let it go. And there's just something really, I don't know, really earned about those two characters being at a place where that is okay. 
um, in some way. I thought it was really fascinating. Uh, next up is Avengers Forever number seven. I don't know what this book is anymore. I haven't really been keeping up with it or Avengers because I feel like I don't I don't have the thread on the story anymore. This was uh, The Pillars Part Two: Escape from Cell Block Steve by Jason Aaron, Aaron Cooter, Cam Smith, and Guru FX. Um, even though I don't really know what's going on, I did find it incredibly compelling. It was this you know various different versions of Steve Rogers eventually coming together, um, teaming up, and doing whatever they can to escape from where they are and eventually get their shields. Um, and then they join this, you know, this, this other group of various different, um, you know, Steve Rogers out there, which I thought was really interesting. Um, that being said, I don't know what it means or if it meant anything, if it's just this, you know, kind of weird spotlight on a bunch of different versions of Steve Rogers that have all been thrown together. Regardless, I do find it incredibly interesting and well put together. And it was a riveting story. There's just something very simple about these two, you know, these characters slowly convincing each other that they, you know, they have what it takes to try and, you know, survive the odds and escape this place. And so I really liked it, although I don't know what it is. Um, I found it tremendously enjoyable. So, you know, just because I don't maybe understand the main mega mega plot that's going on, it didn't stop my ability to enjoy this particular issue and understand the characterization that was being had. I thought the artwork by Cooter was really fantastic. Um, Really helped draw, uh, you know, separations between the various different versions. Like, they're all Steve Rogers, but they're all so different, and a lot of that's because of the visual that we get from Aaron Cooter, which is just brilliant. Uh, next up is Batman Killing Time, number five of six. Still not sure what the hell's going on here. Um, I don't know if I'll enjoy this book more or less when it's all over. I'm, a, I'm at least glad that now we have the Clock King, and at least things make a little bit more sense, maybe, but not really. Um, you know, the idea of all the intricate times that we were getting throughout the series makes more sense when you have some of the Clock King kind of analyzing it. Um, so I appreciate that. It's written by Tom King, our work by David Marquez. Marquez is doing a great job. Um, I just find the thorough line of the story at t- uh, many times to be confusing. Um, and I often I just feel like it's for you know, Tom King's sake. And like, I don't think it needs to be this way. I just think this is a very convoluted and complicated way of telling a story. And to me, I just found it, I find it to be more of a chore as a result. And the constant shift in between times and the specificness on the times, which obviously makes more sense now that we know that it's clocking, still bugged me and still bugs me actively as a reader that, I don't know, I just feel like I don't have the patience for it. It, it, I find it very frustrating um, and not something enjoyable. So that's, you know, but that's just me and um, hopefully I'm in the minority and, you know, not everyone feels that way. Uh, next up and last up, we have Batman 125. Now, this is a big one because we do have a new creative team taking over. Um, and I found this issue to be tremendously enjoyable. Um, well, enjoyable might be the wrong word because it's incredibly dark. Um, but I thought it was extremely well done and interesting to see, you know, Bruce kind of lost like this. You got Chip Zdarsky writing it with Jorge Jimenez on art. Um, and, you know, it's called Failsafe Part One. So, something about this failsafe character, we'll see where that goes going forward. Um, but so far, I was incredibly intrigued. I thought the artwork by um, the artist was just incredible. Um, I liked seeing, you know, kind of <laughs> Bruce kind of, t- um, you know, in, you know, his nice fancy gear, but also, in, sorry, in, like as Bruce Wayne, but then also wearing uh, the cowl and wearing the utility belt and kind of going into action anyway, and having the reveal that it's Clayface. And what happens to Robin is really chilling, um, really well rendered because it's just so, it's almost more chilling the way it was done because you just see the, you know, the kind of the red silhouette and you just see a sense of where it's, where this bullet is hitting Robin, but you don't see exactly where. Um, this is really, really good. It's, uh, I'm excited to see where, where this 
goes. Um, you get to see a really diabolical plan by the, the Penguin, uh, which is really well put together. I'm not a big fan of the fact that we're kind of... Uh, I don't know if this is if it's actually going to go this way, but we see um, uh, just Sadarsky kind of leaning into the idea of the three Jokers, which is not what I enjoyed. So uh, that's the only thing that I was less a fan of, but just more because I'm like hoping we don't actually go more into that um, whole idea of the uh, the multiple different Jokers because I like the idea. And if you go back, I really enjoyed the beginning of that storyline. But then by the time it was over, I'm not sure what it all needed to be or what it meant. Um, and that's the episode. So our next episode, I'll be uh, the non sorry the next reviews episode. Uh, episode 995 i'll be talking about a bunch of books but uh, hopefully they will include um uh, axe eve of judgment or whatever that's called captain carter number four or five is coming out we've got captain marvel uh daredevil number one is launching um we got fantastic four fortnite and marvel zero or, sorry fortnite and marvel zero war immortal x-men legion x legion of x marauders moon knight new mutants punisher uh, savage avengers spider-man 2099 exodus spider-punk star wars mandalorian number one star wars bounty hunters uh wolverine and x x-men hellfire gala so a lot of stuff is coming out and uh yeah i'm excited to see what some of it uh, ends up looking like so hopefully i'll be talking about some of that on the next episode uh thanks again for listening you can email me at comic shenanigans at gmail.com rate the show on itunes subscribe to us on itunes and also listen to us on stitcher thanks again for listening we'll catch you next time Bye bye